have Pastor Mark and Swavik here once again. Um, Pastor Mark has been coming every year to this church for, I'd say, close to 13, 14, or 15 years. I'm not sure. At least that much. So I moved to, I moved to Midland 15 years ago. And so it was probably within the first year or so that, that uh, uh, I think Brother Greg Long uh, connected us with, with Pastor Mark here in their ministry. And uh, we have sent at least one person from this church to go to Poland in the winter, either January or February, uh, every year for, I believe, 10 years. And so last year was our 10th year, so this will be number 11 this year. And so uh, we are excited about that. Uh, Mark will tell you a lot about their ministry and what's going on, so I won't take too much of that. But just know that uh, they are in the western end, uh, western side of Poland, kind of uh, west of Wrocław, uh, Poland, and close, pretty close to Germany uh, in a city, town named Griffith-Slosky. Something like that. You know, it doesn't even look like that. So um, I certainly can't speak Polish, and uh, it's a very difficult language. But uh, I always always, uh, am encouraged by Pastor Mark because there's there's always something fresh that he brings from the Lord. And so he's going to share some updates for us and let us know about... Children, child sponsorships and all those different things. And there is information on the back uh, for all of that. Uh, if you want to sponsor a child, he'll talk about that. I encourage you to do that. That's one of the, one of the great ways to support uh, the ministry to the children there. There's so many amazing things. But, uh, Mark, you came to Midland, we said, this morning, 30 years ago. It was the first time you came to Midland, connected with uh, Dayspring Church. Uh, Ronnie and Carlene and Greg and Josie have, have known you for 30 years. And uh, they were all interested to say, and when, when they met you, they were younger than me. So what, I don't know if, you, this, if that makes you confused. It makes me confused. Um, and so it's been a long partnership. And Mark is connected with many, several churches here in Midland. And I, I just love it. And you were in West Virginia or something? He was in West Virginia. You have connections in Pennsylvania. He's got connections in Florida. You've, anywhere else? London? Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Well, you have a connection in London, too. But, um, so, and London. So um, there's, you know, it's just amazing how God connects you together in the body of Christ. And uh, this man has a gift uh, of seeing the vision of God come to pass. There's been so much where he's seen the vision and God has come through with the provision. And so uh, sometimes without a vision, there's no provision. And so you've got to have a vision of, of something big that God wants to do. And uh, Pastor Mark is not afraid to believe for that. And so I'm, I'm thankful for his example of faith and his example of faithfulness, being faithful to work what God has called, where God has called you to work and see it expand. So let's welcome him today. Amen. I'm on now. Okay. Well, before I start, uh, well, welcome. Thank you so much for this nice introduction. It's always good to be here. Amen? Amen. Some of you know me. Some of you don't. 
But I want to introduce you my buddy, Sławek Anushkiewicz. Can you repeat his name? <laughs> Anushkiewicz. Anushkiewicz. Write it down. <laughs> you will never write it down. But that's true. 30 years ago, I was young, young and handsome boy. I was single at that time. Now I'm still handsome, but not so young. <laughs> no. It's so good to be here. 30 years. I, I, you know, it, that's so good memories, you know, God gives us together. Uh, with some of you, 20 years. With some of you, 30 years. With some of you, just a few years. But, you know, memories are always good. Because it brings you something what God has done in your life and through your lives. Amen? So, uh, Swabek is here. And then uh, I remember him first time when he was 15 years old. He came to the Lord through our ministry, and then uh, he grew up. Then uh, he found the bride in our church. I married him, and then uh, and now he is my elder, and he is the children and the youth pastor. So I want him to share a little bit about the work that he is doing. Come here, Swami. And then followed with this presentation first, church sponsorship.
Hello, it's nice to see you again. I'm third, I'm fourth time in this church. Wow, wow. Not so long as, as my pastor, but, but it's, it's something, yeah. So, as you saw on the, on the presentation, uh, I want to introduce you the Child Sponsorship Program Poland. Uh, if you can be a part of this program, we have handicapped children. We have just 12 cards this, this year, so just. Every year, before, every year before, we have 25 of these cards. So now we have just 12 children, and uh, we help them, as you saw on the presentation. We help with uh, rehabilitation. We can change their lives. So we pray for them, of course, but we can change their lives. But we can put some colors to their lives. We can buy something for them. We can... Uh, we can pay for a few hours of rehabilitation, and that changed their lives. That's helped them a lot. So if you can be a part of this, uh, of this child sponsorship program, Poland, please be a part. I never ask for help for myself, but for them, I can ask every hour. <laughs> so please take a card. That's one year uh, commitment. commitment. You're very welcome. So... One more word about the youth camp. If you are still thinking about it, you are not sure you, you should go or not, uh, I will tell you. On our uh, mission center, we have so many conferences. But if you will ask me about one conference you're supposed to be uh, on, I will tell you, come to the youth camp. It's the, it's the best what you can do in this time. January... 20 to 25th, we have a special, special youth camp. So last two years, so we have incredible time, especially the evenings uh, was something amazing. So if you, if you need something, if you need uh, to, to be involved in something, please be involved in this. Come to this youth camp. Uh, and you will receive something from God. You will receive something from God. Last two years was was incredible time. So please be a part of this time. I know that your t team last year was smaller, 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 but I hope this year will grow up. Yeah? So please come and, and be a part. So you will, you will see our youth. So last two years they changed so much. They, they start to be uh, our... Uh, worship team and they and they lead our worship every every Sunday they grow up in our church and they are amazing so so that's that's all I need to say I think <laughs> but nice to see you nice to see you uh, I'm on yes okay I have one more presentation that I want to show you and then uh, just before that, I want, to, I want to show you something that you've never seen before, for sure. 
If you like my picture updated, and my wife updated, this is, this is the mission center. It's, it's an old vinyl and burn. This is the place where some of you have been in Poland. And then uh, you're very welcome to, uh, to get this, and it will help our, our ministry always. And some of you, if you don't read the book, the bestseller in the world, when God sent grace to the Soviet Gulag, this is about my father, when he came to the Lord in Siberia in prison labor camp. It's an amazing story. It's a good book to even get as a gift for your friend because it will change uh, people's life and build them up. And then, uh, so um, let's just uh, show some updated of, the, of, uh, of what we're doing in Griffith and in the area. Some of you know... God saved two ladies from Jehovah Witness Organization. That's how the church started. And all those people that you see on this presentation are newborn Christians that came to the Lord through all those years. One of the first Baptists. That's Wabek. Activities over those years on the square in the city of Griffith and other cities too. One of the ex mafia boys. Every day, every year we do, last year we do twice baptism service that we baptize new converts. It's a for the poor people that we had. And the Queen of Poland.
want to see the whole view of, of our, our center, you can go to Mission Center Poland in, on YouTube. Mission Center Poland and you will see the whole from drone how it looks. Okay, so you now update it and, and it's so good to be here. So much, uh, so much great to just see your faces. Um, I'd like to share with you God's word. It's written in book of Isaiah 55. Book of the Isaiah 55 and chapter 89. We probably know this verse. It is good to remind us what God's speaking to us. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, and verse 11, we read this, from 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, that you will call upon me, and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me. When you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you to the place from which I caused you to be carried away captive. Now sometimes we're saying this, I'm wondering what he thinks about me. I'm wondering what she thinks about me. When we are young, sometimes we say faster than we think. And then we say, oh, what did they say? What would they think about me now? What would they think about what I said? Oh, sometimes we meet with the pastor, we talk to the pastor, and we say some stuff. We're going home, and we say, I'm wondering what he's thinking about me. <laughs> it does not matter what other things about you. What does matter is what God is thinking about you. How he thinks about your life. And let me tell you this. God's thoughts and God's ways are always perfect and just. They are always perfect and just. Look at the Jeremiah and look at this history that I read. What kind of, what kind of circumstances they were? They were in very hard situation. People that time, in the Jeremiah time, lost everything. They lost their homes. They lost their possessions. Some of them, they lost treasures. Some of them, they lost everything what they were building for so many years. Some of them, they lost their husbands or their sons in the battle. The Bible tells us that wives were abused and ripped by soldiers 
by enemy soldiers. They lost freedom and they were sent to the foreign country, foreign nation. So they were discouraged with the spirit of hopeless. Have you ever felt in this way? Sometimes we go through difficult situations in our lives. But I don't think that we even touch the situations that they were going through. Sometimes we say this. Well, pastor, you don't understand what I go through. And maybe we don't. But what would they think about their lives in that situation? Some of you know the story from the book, but just, I don't know if it's written in that book. I think not. You know, the man that he went to Siberia to prison labor camp, his name was Aurel Sarafinchan. When he went there, uh, he was married. They didn't have children. And when he left there because of faith for 11 years, of course, he agreed with the Holy Spirit spoke to him, and he went there, and he led my father to the Lord. That's why I'm here. Not only my father, but other prisoners to the Lord. But when he left... And he was sent to this prison labor camp. The KGB were so hard on his wife. She couldn't buy. She couldn't find a job. Uh, it, was, it was a very difficult time at that time. Uh, Christians were suffering a lot. So they were, they, were, they were coming for her. They were picking her up during the night. They were asking her so many questions. I mean, all the time, all the time. And they were told, telling her, listen, your husband will never come back. He will never. They, they, their point was this. We have to do everything to destroy the Christianity in our nations. So in some, in, in some way, uh, they, they destroyed some families. So she finally gave up. And then uh, she... Uh, she wrote the, the papers, and they got divorced. This man was sitting in the prison labor camp because of faith. His wife left him. What did he think? Was it hard for him? Sure, it was hard for him. But he never lost faith. And even if it was hard for him in this prison labor camp, God used him in a mighty way. Sometimes we go through difficulties and difficult time. So what God thinks about me in this time, in this difficult time? Sometimes we think like we are all alone. But listen, we are not. Because God's promise says that He is with us all the time. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. So let me share with you just a few points what I see in the scripture of Jeremiah. When God is speaking to the nations, 
what he thinks about them that time and what he thinks about you today because God's word is yesterday today and forever the same it speaks even today to our lives first thing God thinks about peace God's desire is that in your life and my life will be peace all the time. It means that you can walk in every situation in your life with God's peace. It's true that sometimes we can't do anything what is around us. We can't. There are some situations in our lives we can't do anything with this situation. But what we can do, we can receive the peace inside of us and go through this situation in victory. Amen? Amen. This is what the Bible tells us. Uh, when When Jesus was resurrected in the book of John, chapter 20, let me just see this verse. 19 verse. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled, for fear of Jews, the disciples, they had fear, they were afraid of the Jews. That wasn't funny for their lives. And Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. What they had to hear from the Lord was this. My peace is with you even in that situation. Sometimes what we go through, we want to hear him speaking to our hearts, to our lives. I am with you. Let my peace will fill your heart in the place where you are. Amen? They didn't understand the situation, disciples. Maybe they were afraid for sure. But they had to hear what Jesus thinks about them. You know... Uh, in the beginning, one of my assistants, that he's not any longer of my assistant, he is right now pastoring the church that my father planted when he came back from Siberia. He was 17 years an alcoholic, six years in the prison, one year nonstop drunk. He doesn't remember the whole year. That was his life. And then this, this time we meet every Wednesday. He comes to me. We pray together. And he's pastor of other church. But, but when he got sent, he had to go to the prison for six more months. And it wasn't easy for him. You know, that time, uh, cells were pretty big. So there were 16 prisoners in one cell. And he, as a newborn Christian, who just got saved and got delivered from all this bondage in his life, from delirium and alcoholic epilepsy, every day, he's kneeling down before his bed among 16 other prisoners or 15 other prisoners and he's praying 
And those prisoners looking at him, they were mocking, they were laughing for the first few days. But after a few days, they saw the change in his life. They said, some of them, they said, I know you. You are a different man. And in the midst of this difficult situation, he held the peace that God put into his heart. You know, when I started the church in Griffith, it wasn't easy for me. It was pretty hard. The first years, always, if I would leave for like a few days, there were some problems. I remember after a few years, finally, we decided to go for a holiday. I left for a holiday. The church was flooded by one of the ladies in the church. It was water like so much. So, uh, so I was afraid. In some way, you know, I had to learn to lean on the Lord and to have peace that even if I'm away, even if something will happen, but everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. So I had to walk, learn to walk in peace. And it took, it took time for me. One day, you know, somebody wanted to burn my car. That's okay. It took time to know what God thinks about me. His thoughts are about peace. He wants me to have peace in our hearts. The Bible says, Paul, to the book of Thessalonians, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always. In every way. That means that the God's desire is to give you the peace always. What does it mean always? Always. Every day, wherever we are, even when the thoughts are, you know, running in our head, His peace can be in us always and in every way. So God thinks about is in this way. We can have peace. I told you, I shared with you that when we were with Marisha on the holiday, she fell off the bike and she hurt her knee. And she was already in the hospital waiting for operation. And then they couldn't do operation, so she came out. But we had a peace, and she had a peace in her heart that everything would be okay. Well, listen, everything is okay. She didn't have to go through the operation. When she had papers, she was laying in the hospital ready to be operated. God wants to put peace in our hearts. The second thing, when I look at this scripture, it says that God thinks about us to give us future. God thinks about your future. It doesn't matter in what situation you are. God thinks about your future. In the book of John chapter 14, we read that Jesus said, I'm leaving and I'm going to prepare you a place. And when I will prepare you a place, I will come for you and I will take you to the place where I am so you can be with me forever. So the Lord is thinking about you and about your future, about now and about your future. When I came here to the Bible school, This year I was speaking to the mission 
uh, school at CFNI at Christ for the Nations, and then if everything will, will works good, they will probably will send uh, some students uh, from the third year for like a three months uh, uh, training, so they can come, and I will train them. I will write them. They did good. They pass or not? No. <laughs> but uh, God is thinking about your future. You know, uh, just think about it. We are just passing by on this earth. So when I came to this school 30 years ago, 30 years ago, the main verse in my life was this. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. After 30 years of our ministry, I still believe in this word. Because this word is alive, and it's so true that I experience this word all the time, every year. That when I will be seeking his face, his kingdom, his righteousness, I know that God thinks about my future. He thinks about my future. He thinks about your future now and later. Uh, before I came here, uh, some of you, you know, Renata and Eddie, who are running the whole center and mission center for us. But before I came here, I, I went there and I sat in the office and I said, Rena, Rena, Renata, tell me, what do you think about your life when you're thinking about the past? How was your life? I said, I, I know you a lot, and I know what you went through. But tell me something that I don't know. So we're talking, and she said, my childhood was terrible. My father was an alcoholic. He abused me physically, emotionally, mentally. He did all kind of so evil things to my life that after a while... I had no affections. He was coming home. He was beating me. And I even didn't cry. Then, Eddie came to my life. And in the beginning was okay. But then he hurt me so many times. Then he left me without food, without anything. So I had no trust, she said. And then it was so hard when he came, Eddie came from Italy, and when he got saved, God really touched his life in the miracles way. He's coming home, and he's telling to her, well, listen, I'm a different man, and I want you to come to the Lord. She didn't believe it. She said, I don't want to, I want to hear about it. So I remember Eddie was going to the forest. He was crying. God touched her life. And when he was praying, she's in the kitchen, and all of a sudden... She saw the whole movie of her life. God showed her the past. The whole, you know, different time in her life. What she went through really bad. And then she heard the voice speaking to her. Do you want to go back to that life? Or you want my life? She said, I want your life, God. 
and she gave her life to Christ. And today I tell you they are the best workers that I can find to run this place for us. It's amazing. Why? God had future for their lives. Your future starts when you start to follow Jesus. And your best destiny is to be with him forever. Amen? Amen. So God not only thinks about you to give you peace in all the situations that you go through. God not only thinks about your future to give you the future. And this future that God gives you is the ever best it can be. God thinks about you to give you hope. Many people today do not have hope. Perhaps they lost it. Maybe they were hurt in the past. Maybe they were disappointed. I don't know. But for sure, a lot of people today, they have no hope. And no matter what situation you are or we are, God wants to give you hope. When my father went to Siberia to prison labor camp for 25 years, he had no hope. He ever thought, never thought, that he would go back from this place. But when he got saved, he said this, prison labor camp became for me a paradise. He got hope. And no matter how long he would be staying that place, he knew that God gave him a hope. When you got saved, God gives you the best hope that you ever can have it. It's like with this church sponsored program that we have. We help those people. Sometimes maybe we don't see what we do, we just think maybe we just, yeah, like Swavik said, we just put a little bit colors into their lives. We don't know. But we put the hope in their lives. Or maybe the hope in their parent or parents' life. And through this act that we do, we can speak to their lives that Jesus loves them. And there's always hope for their lives. No matter what, let me tell you this. God is thinking about you, that you may have peace, that you may have future, and that you may have hope. Last thing I want to tell you this. When Habakkuk was living in his time, there was nothing. The Bible tells us this. There was no food, there was no animals, everything was disaster. But he says this, but I will rejoice in the Lord of my salvation. Let me tell you this, sometimes we go through difficult situations. Sometimes they are more difficult, sometimes they are less. But I want to tell you this also, that God's thoughts about you they are good thoughts he thinks about you that you will go through your life 
in his peace that you can be sure about your future and that you can have hope every day. We serve mighty God. Amen. Amen. This is my word today to you, brothers and sisters. No matter what we go through in this next year, what God gives you, think about it. God thinks about you. Wherever you go, He thinks about you. He thinks about your life, and He wants that your life not be disaster, but your life will be filled with His power and might. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much what you're doing for Poland. And we welcome all of you to Poland. How about that? It will be a great time, Pastor. God bless you. Love it. Your future starts the day you start following Jesus. Future. I like that. God's thinking about future. That God's not thinking about past. Amen? Isn't that a good word? Hey, we want to we wanna bless uh, Pastor Mark for being here. And so if you want to prepare to give, um, ushers, if you want to get ready. Um, sometimes we do the offering before he preaches. Sometimes we do it after. I know there's quite a, a number of us who are, who are newer this past year who haven't uh, heard about the ministry. So I just wanted to give you an opportunity to hear what's going on and see if God wants you to sow into this. So if you want to give today and get it to Poland, just put Poland on the check or your offering envelope. Uh, it will go uh, to Pastor Mark. Um, he did, you didn't mention a fundraiser. He's also, have you gotten more money for the furnace? Still need 19,000. No problem, right? No problem for God. Uh, so it, there's also, uh, you know, that we're, we're looking to help with that project. If you want to do that, you can just put that on there as well. But basically any of the money is going to go to Poland today that you designate for Poland will get to Pastor Mark. Uh, if you are interested in child sponsorship, um, that's 40. Is it still $40 a month? $40 a month. And that's a one-year commitment. And you, you send that, there's information in the, in the card that, that tells you where to send that. Because uh, you don't need to send that to us. If you do get it to us, we will just send it to them. Uh, it's better just to directly send it to uh, the Lord's House of Prayer, which kind of oversees the finances here in the United States for that child sponsorship program. But it's a great, great way to just, uh, you take the card, here's the deal. Don't just send your check. Pray over that child. Look, put, a, put them on your prayer in your bible put them on your mirror put them on your refrigerator whatever uh whatever will be you know in your in your car where you can pull it out while you're sitting around waiting for the rig to pull up or whatever guys i mean just put it somewhere where you see the picture of that child and you pray for them that it's not just uh, the money that's important absolutely but uh pray for them uh, there's a number of kids their lives have been transformed uh, it's amazing to see the youth the youth kids that have come through the program are now, you know, some of them went through the program are helping lead stuff in the youth and in the church and just reaching their, their friends. It's just amazing. So uh, thank you for being here for that word uh, that God is what God is thinking about. And uh, can we pray? So, Father, we just thank you. First of all, we thank you for peace. Lord, if any of us are not living in peace right now, I just declare peace over every single life. 
that is your portion, God. You said, my peace will be with you. So no matter what we're going through, Lord, we can have peace. The peace that passes understanding. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to work in our heads, God, but we just, we just have it. It's there and it's, and it's ruling our lives. Let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, God. We thank you for our future, that our, no matter what, with you, our future is bright. Father, that you are preparing a place for us, God, that you have things for us in the future, that you want us to walk through with you and in you. And, Lord, we thank you for that hope, that no matter what we're going through, Lord, there is hope in you. And so we choose to bless you, to honor you. We choose to bless uh, your servant today for being here and uh, for the ministry that's going on. We thank you for the partnership, God. We are partners with what is going on in Poland, and we are honored to do it. And so we honor you today in Jesus' name. Amen.